A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my lit yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is called, What is Good Movement? I mean, every single podcast, I say good movement. And it is to put it out there. It's like a vibration I want to put out in the world. Good movement. What is good movement in in the body, at least? You know, there's a lot of good movements, but what is good movement? So I broke it down for you to make it real simple. I mean, I could spend an entire week talking about good movement, but here are the things that I look at as factors of good movement. So the thing, the first thing we want to feel like when we have a good movement or what really denotes good movement, is there is ease. There's relative ease in it. Doesn't mean it's easy. But if I have my day and I'm getting out of bed, I'm going to the bathroom and I'm getting ready and I'm going downstairs and then I'm getting, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm walking, I'm crawling under things, whatever. I have a variety of, of movements in my daily life and I should be able to perform them without thinking about it necessarily and, and without feeling that there is not ease in the movement. So if something's stuck under my bed and it's like within an arm's distance to get down on the floor and then reach under and kind of slide under and pull it out. Yes, there is some, that, you know, that's, there's a little effort involved, but there's an ease in the movement. So I have lots of choices. So this is the other thing is that um, movement ha- should feel like there is, you have choice and that comes with the ease. So if I was walking in the woods and I they, I came upon, which you've probably done this before, on the path, a large tree that had been knocked over, and I I should be able to get around that with, with ease without having to worry about it. I should be able to get on the floor to look under the bed, like I was telling you about. I should be able to get under, if I had to crawl under that log I should, or that tree, I should be able to do that. So I should ha- this should there should be some ease to it, and I've seen in the last ten years especially, but as you know, in the twenty five years of being a physical therapist, I've seen there has been a change in that ease, and that people have become more restricted and less varied in their movement, so that move movement doesn't necessarily have the same ease to it. 
sometimes when I'm looking at people, when I'm working privately with them and I'll say, okay, let's get down on the floor. And I just watch and I will watch and and see how they're computing, like how to do that. Somebody that has ease in their movement, they get down, they don't even think about it. We're still talking. We're still talking. They might be even like half taking off a sock or something. Somebody who doesn't have that ease, there is there are steps along the way. It looks, it looks awkward. It looks maybe even difficult. So good movement has ease to it. And that ease is because you're maintaining your joint range of motion to its fullest capacity. And then you have strength controlling the joints moving. They have the adaptability of the fascia to allow that movement. And then you have the brain um, firing in the way it should so that the movement happens in this coordinated fashion. So ease is number one. Efficient. Good movement should be efficient. What does that mean? Well, efficient is, is, is like if I were to pick up something, say I was going to pick up a box that was had some weight to it, and I squat, I grab the box, and I lift it up. While again, it might feel like there's challenge because there's weight to it. There's a lever arm, which is my arm. I have to lift it off from the ground against gravity. So there's some challenge to it. But there should be an efficiency. And what that means is that every part of my body that can is contributing to this movement. The mechan- there is mechanical stress involved. I have to squat. I have to, lean, I have to reach down and grab this box that has weight to it and lift it up. There is mechanical stress. But this mechanical stress is shared by as many joints as possible in efficient movement. Now, let's say I would say someone else, me, I, I can be inefficient too, but let's just say, I'm sure you've seen this. Someone else goes, they get a box, they grab it. They're rounding in the back. They're trying to lift from their low back, maybe a little bit in their arms, nothing much in their legs or their core. There is much more mechanical stress involved. That's a lot less efficient. Or they could try and reach down and just do it all with their arms, like their biceps. I'm going to pull it all up at the bicep. Very little work done with the legs, the hips, the core. That's also not efficient because you're you're focusing and concentrating this into one area as opposed to distributing the, this stress and sharing it among many joints. That's efficient movement. All right, another thing. So we have ease, we have efficiency. It should be varied. Movement, good movement is varied. I spoke a little bit about, I talk about it a lot, that our our daily life, our modern lifestyle has really decreased our movement experience. We could not even probably calculate the number of movement possibilities there are within our body with all of the joints, with all the ways the joints move in collaboration. There's so many possibilities. But when you limit that, you are not only limiting the movement in the joint itself, you're not, you're not only like making the fascia around that area more constricted, you're getting like shrink-wrapped into whatever position you mostly stay in, but you also are changing the way the brain is firing. And there's more 
there's more of your brain that is devoted to movement than is devoted to language. It's large. So it's just hungering for varied movement, for novel movement. And so sitting in, like if I get up, I you know sit down for breakfast, I go take a shower. I'm, I'm imagining like this is what a person who works at a office does. They get in the car, sit in the car, go to the office, sit there, walk a little bit, even walking, say, oh, I got to get my 10,000 steps and I got to walk, 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 walk. Then they go drive to the gym after work and get on the treadmill or get on the bike and and then come home and sit on the couch. That movement, even though they might've clocked their 10,000 steps, it's not varied. It's not varied by much at all. You're moving in one sagittal plane. So we need our movement, good movement to be varied. So that, for instance, going back to that example where we're walking in the woods, the tree is knocked over. I There's a couple of choices. You can either go under the tree because it's blocking the path. There's a little space under it. So it might require some crawling, getting really low. You might be able to climb up and over it. And then the third choice is what most people are going to have to do because they don't have those two choices in their movement bank. They're going to have to walk all the way around and go through some maybe like other trees and brush and stuff to get around the fallen tree. And so varied movement gives you more opportunities, more choices. And then that all contributes to that ease and efficiency of those first two qualities. So vary your movement for sure. Okay, the fourth quality is coordinated movement. Movement, and it's not coordinated like you think, like, oh, I know my left from right, I'm coordinated. It's more, it's, it's more of the brain coordination. So movement requires both stability and mobility, and then what's called adaptability, meaning like, hey, I'm going, I see the tree fallen, I can, I have adaptability to it's like choices. I can go under it, I can go over it, I can go around it, you know, all these things. So that's adaptability. How, and then and then it can be quick time adaptability. Hey, I tripped over something and I'm quickly recovering my balance because I have the neural adaptability to do that. So coordinated movement is good movement. And that is that coordination between stability and mobility. There's so many ways our body can move. Like I said, it's more, we couldn't even compute the number of ways the body can move. And we will execute a movement, even if it's not efficient with ease or great, even if it's a suboptimal movement, we'll still execute it. And you might execute it. And by, by like, so if I'm reaching for that box on the floor, there's a lot of ways that can happen. And what we want is if I'm doing that, the brain is really clear about what in my body needs to be stable and what my body can move. And when we have when we don't have this great coordination between stability and mobility, we make it harder for the brain to figure that out. The brain has so many choices. What should I be stabilized? What should I be moving? And the brain's always deciphering like which muscles are needed to be fired. And if the more coordinated we are, the easier it is for the brain and the faster that message is getting to the brain. Hey, stabilize the trunk, hinge at the hips, reach with the arms, hold everything together to lift that off the ground. So there's a lot of stabilization that has to be happening. And if the brain is confused and it's not like getting to the core to say, hey, you need to stabilize while we're lifting this weight off the floor, then you're going to be set up for more of an injury. 
So coordinated motion is good movement because it's going to keep you sustainable. It's going to keep you happy. If stability is lacking in one area, some other area is going to make up for it. And so this is why I spend so much time in my on the first part of my classes working on stabilization, working on core stabilization, which is not just the abdominals. It's the whole, everything in the center of the body. You have to think of it as the cylinder from the bottom of the pelvis to the outer shoulders. Everything in there needs to stabilize and needs to learn how to stabilize in this coordinated motion. So that's really a principle of good movement. So reviewing here, we have good movement. So think of that every time I say good movement is there's an ease to it. There's an efficiency. It's varied and it's coordinated. Now, Moshe Feldenkrais, if you've ever heard of the Feldenkrais method, he said this great quote, which was basically the most important criteria for good movement is the ability to move in any direction at any time with a minimum of preparation. So that's that 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 quote right there it encapsulates all of these adjectives ease efficient varied coordinated that you can move in a variety of ways and you don't have to prepare a lot for it that there's a readiness there's a readiness in the body so make it your mission to move and move well each and every day to examine the ways that you're not moving as well and think about how you can move better, how you can move in a variety of ways, how you can be more efficient and how you can be more coordinated. And I promise you, if you haven't tried my Lit Daily out, there's so many classes on there. And every class has a blueprint with this in mind, how to elicit and strengthen good movement patterns. And it starts with our developmental series, which I start with in every class, and then it moves on to bigger and more complex movement patterns. You, in my opinion, and from what I've seen as a you know movement expert and physical therapist over the years, you can't really move well, sustainably well, in these complex movement patterns if you don't have the fundamentals in place. At some point, the you know, that the coordination ultimately is not going to be there, that stability. So take those classes and let me know what you think. As always, I'm pulling for you good movement each and every day so we can be the movement for ourselves and for all beings around us. All right, hugs from me to you.